Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I'm joined once again by Derek Nickel. What's up, Derek? What's up, man? How are you this week? I'm doing well this week. Uh, I um, I uh, went to the grocery store yesterday, did all my grocery shopping um, for the week uh, and beyond, hopefully. Hopefully it lasts me about two weeks. But... Um, yeah, I'm trying to. It's hard. So it's hard to shop in bulk. I'm. It, I grew up shopping in bulk. Like like when my mom would go grocery shopping, like sure. we would get enough food for like the month. Yeah, right. You go once a month. Yeah. Yeah. I those Costco uh, memberships, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Between Costco and then and then having like the the deep freezer in the garage, like I I used to. We, I was so accustomed to like shopping in bulk, and so it's hard for me now because we don't have a ton of freezer space in our place so like i can't go as hard as i want to right right <laughs> that's how aj and i are too whenever we go to costco we're always like oh but we we should get it like not only do we not have room in the car we don't have room at uh-huh. home for this like yeah yeah it's really unfortunate uh because i love to buy just a bunch of stuff at once and not have to worry about it for a while oh me too but unfortunately space will not allow but um yeah, I've been good this week. Um, what do you been? Uh, what do you been up to this week? Um, this last week, getting over the sickness. Um, That's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm 100 percent better now. Um, back at work and all that kind of stuff. So you know, that's just basically been it. We uh, we watched a lot of James Bond movies while we were both down for the count. Um, it's uh. Yeah, it was quite impressive. AJ had never seen all of them. And, mm, okay. um, yeah. And, uh, I've obviously, I own them. It's all the OG ones. And so we've now caught her up. Like, we've watched some here and there, but we probably watched about two to three every single day. Like, oh, wow. We got through all of them. Yeah. We got through all. The only one that's left is, um, You Only Live Twice, which is where James Bond goes and impersonates a Japanese man. Ah. Yes, so that one's problematic. There's also a cool like volcano lair that like Blofeld has and stuff like that too. But mm-hmm. most notably, it's known for Sean Connery pretending to be Japanese, and it ah. is about as uncomfortable as it sounds. <laughs> if not more so. <laughs> if not more so. <laughs> well, it has um, not aged well with time. Right. <laughs> well, um, I, it's cool that you guys got together and 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 bonded over those those films. I know those are some some of your favorite movies, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's awesome. Um, besides going to the grocery store, um, I don't know that I did too much honestly this week. Um, watched some TV, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Um. I was I did a guest spot on a on a Twitch show last night called um uh-huh. F and Rager okay. which is uh uh two very funny guys uh brought me on their show to interview me about like the different times I've been to parties and like sort of my history with partying. Okay. And yeah, it was fun. That was a oh, good uh like a good time. Yeah, no, it was a good time. It's a good pod. Um yeah, so um, I, there's a doctor's appointment I keep putting off because my doctor is so my eye doctor is so far away from where I live. So Where's I, your eye doctor? Out in Redlands. Whoa! Yeah. Why do you still keep going all the way out there? Because um, I still am a patient of 
the same medical group that I've been with for a long time because my mom works for them. And so it makes things easier that way. But it is it's such a push. It's so far. Does it make things easier, though? It does on like the <laughs> like the the scheduling side of things. It sure, doesn't make yeah. it easier on the driving side of things at all. Yeah. Um, but I keep putting that off, and I need to go need to go do that because I need a new glasses prescription. But um, otherwise, yeah, I've just been chilling, nice. eating pineapple, eating that pineapple. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm trying to trying to keep more fruit in the house for when I'm craving sweet stuff, so I'm not eating as much like candy and other things. See, that's my problem. I don't have a sweet tooth. Mm. I'm weird. all f- salty I like, and fat stuff. So I really like... developed a sweet tooth in the in the pandemic. Honestly. Oh, did you? Yeah, because before that, I never was like, a, oh, I gotta have sweet yeah, stuff. You, but like, you just get you used never to really it. Struck me as somebody like I couldn't remember you as somebody that like always had candy around. Like I know people no. that just have candy around. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, it 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 was. It's not really candy. Like we we in the pandemic, we did get like the family size bag of peanut M and M's because we were watching so many movies. We're like, we might as well yeah. have peanut M and M's in the house. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's just <laughs> logical. Yeah, um, but it really like ice cream became a big problem for me <laughs> 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 because when you're not leaving the house and, and like the one thing you have to look forward to at the end of the day is dessert. Mm, uh, dessert. Ice cream, ice cream became a, a real big problem. So um, ice creams became yeah. a problem for me lately yeah 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 so i didn't used to have a sweet tooth and the longer i'm with aj the more i'm like "Mm, yeah some peanut butter chocolate brownie fudge sounds really good right now (laughs) i love i like all those words (laughs) yes exactly in that order too exactly yeah exactly just Just throw them in a blender yeah exactly (laughs) um yeah so i um so fruit so I'm trying to keep more fruit around uh, so I can eat that when I'm craving sweet stuff as cool. opposed to ice cream every time. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, so I've been, I've been good, man. Uh, no no complaints here. Um, shall we get into some uh, some news? Please, let's do it. All right. I, I guess we'll start with the stuff that like we sent each other back and forth. We yeah, do that check, a lot. Let's check the feed here. The um, feed. After we stopped recording last week. Oh, that's right. We we um, got news that they're not going to Disneyfy uh, Daredevil, which is great which is news. Good. Yes. Yeah, I think I think Disney is smarter than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they looked at the you know those Deadpool movies make a lot of money, so I'm I'm sure they're like yeah, just keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, so there's that uh, Joker sequel is in the mix. It is. Um, and there was some more news that developed on that, I think, today or yesterday. Yeah, today, I think. Yeah, Lady Gaga's in talks to be in the sequel, and it's going to be a musical, yes. <laughs> apparently. Let's t- let's discuss that for a second. 100%. Um, because... I kind of love that idea, if you? I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> here, here, let me... Here's my justification. Yes, please, please, please. Tell me. So, if, if Warner Brothers is not going to be in the business of big shared universe event avenger style movies which sure. it, if they're not going to do that and really what they're going to do is just um 
find little like just basically find new ways to tell these stories over and over and over again and bring to bring to life like very obscure like storylines and things like that and give us give us fresh takes i'm all for that because you you get movies some of them are going to hit like the batman and some of them are not going to hit like you know some of the Zack Snyder releases, yeah. but um, say, name one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, apparently, the Flash is supposed to be really good, though. So we'll I've see. I've been hearing great things about that movie. Yeah, not great things about Ezra Miller, but really great things about <laughs> <Right>. the Flash. <laughs> I've been hearing the worst things about Ezra Miller. Do the horrible things about Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah. So if we're gonna ke- if we're gonna get like sort of like you know if if Warner Brothers is going to be the sort of the two hundred million dollar budget. Um, one-off comic book movie mm-hmm. studio. Um, I'm told, and especially with this Joker universe that they've set up for this per- particular version of the Joker, I think a musical could be really cool. Um, I think it could be like a a it, it, like. Like I just think it, it it we've never seen anything like that done in live action with a character as well known and like with the the world of the DC stuff and so I think it could be really interesting and like a really remarkable movie that we're like I can't believe this movie was made and and look at how successful it was I think this movie if done well could have the potential to be like like a sort of like a mind blowing like movie for people who are fans of comic book movies you know what I mean um, yeah. That that I think this movie has that kind of potential. I'm not saying it's going to do that, but right. um, I think the potential. To it has the potential to sure. to do that, which excites me. So that's I think that's it's what I'm walking looking for. a very fine razor's edge between pass and fail. <laughs> of course, yeah, totally. Like violently so. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing this to yourself? You, it's literally like watching them be like, you know what's great? It's hard enough to make a movie that people will like these days. Let's just shoot ourselves mm-hmm. in the foot right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like you know when I was I was tell I was giving my brief review of Morbius on the podcast and I was like you know I w- I made the joke that Morbius like is like secretly wants to be like a gay love story and I like wish they would have just yes. leaned into that and d- and done that like mm-hmm. this is one of those kinds of things where it's like like yeah just make it a musical it, you know the first movie was so melodramatic and was <clears throat> and was very musical in a lot of ways that I think um, if you were to fully lean into that, like I, I like the idea of like just exploring the weirdness and just like, because the first movie, uh, I've seen it twice now. The first movie, there are like, it is like, if you told me that there was a version of that movie lying around somewhere w- with a bunch of musical numbers that were cut out, I would, I would believe you because there's so many like, yeah there's so many melodramatic moments that are just very visual and it's just like long sequences of people like, I mean, dancing, but also like, you know what I mean? Just long (laughs) sequences of people just being physical and like acting and stuff like that. And, and music is just playing. And and I can imagine like someone looking at that and be like, what if we just made this a musical? You know what I mean? And I I could see that. So we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. If it's not, we'll laugh at it. <laughs> Look, it's going to be entertaining either way, right? True. And that's kind of how this this one's going to work. It's, I'm going to be entertained by it one way or the other. Whether mm-hmm. it's successful or not, I will still be entertained. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to, you can't turn a Joker musical out with walk, starring Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga and not have it be at least interesting. Yeah. And let, let's, I mean, people have their opinions on the Joker. The Joker, that movie's not my favorite movie. Mm, um, mine either. But, but, 
Joaquin Phoenix is one of the best actors we have working right now. And Lady Gaga is is a great actress in her own right and is a phenomenal voice. And I really think if done well, um, this could be like something really crazy, like, you know, the level of like a because it, 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 she's being rumored to or she's in talks to play uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, which is if you I mean, the musical kind of writes itself like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, just do their love story. Do it's a forbidden love yeah. and a descent into madness on both ends. Like, just and do that. Don't include Bruce Wayne or Batman in it. Yeah, no, you don't need that. Just, just have it be an Arkham, you know, Romeo and Juliet story. You know, I, I really yeah. like that. I think, I think yeah. you could totally pull it off. And um, I, I will take a movie like this that is a take on something that has made choices over a new Transformers movie any day. <laughs> Agree. Yes. You know what absolutely. I mean? I'll take a the hundred of these. Simplicity of like a Transformers movie at this point, where it's like it's not going to be exciting. It's not going to be yeah, even really just... like good. It's neither will it be bad. It will just yeah. be yeah. It's just something that exists now. It's the color beige in a movie form. Like yes, it just exactly. Is. Yes, it just is. That's a great way to put it. Um, let's see. Um, we saw. We talked about the Black Adam trailer last week, right? Or did I don't we not? Know if we did, I don't think we did. Looks good. Yeah, looks great. Um, looks like looks looks like a film. Uh, it looks like uh, it's going to be. Looks like it's going to have, excuse me, action in it, which is great. A lot and some humor. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. I think it's going to be good. I think the, in my in my opinion, this is this looks like a situation where. Because if I'm being honest, I didn't love the trailer, mm. um, but I don't okay. think that that means the movie's not going to be good. I just think sometimes for me, trailers just don't work. Like I, I think I can I see agree. what the movie's going to be, but I don't think the trailer's doing a good job of communicating that. You no, know what I mean? It doesn't do a good job of communicating it. Like it makes it look like it's going to be a summer popcorn flick, but it doesn't really mm -hmm. go into like how good the movie's actually going to be. And I will agree with you on that. The Black Adam trailer, it's just a trailer. Like, again, it is the color beige in trailer form. Mm -hmm. like it does what it needs to do where it's like, oh, Dwayne Johnson's in this. He plays the antihero. Like, he's not exactly a good guy. There's some explosions, mm -hmm. and then it gets you out. Like, that's pretty much – and it does a real quick, like, bio of the character that we're going to be hanging out with. Like, it's your – it's the trailer, like, you show your dad when you want him to take you to the movies, but he's not exactly interested in going, you know? Because mm -hmm. it's like, here's everything that's going to be in store for it. It's like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not if a bad I had trailer. To... It's just a fairly pedestrian level trailer, right? Um, and from what I'm, from what the trailer looks like, it looks like the uh, the story is basically going to be Black Adam comes back and basically comes back to get revenge on the the whoever killed his family but also, like, liberate his home planet or whatever from the person who killed his family, which, you know, mm -hmm. it's basically, you know, it's, you know, it's a revenge flick. It's, you know, it's old boy. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to yeah. see that, uh, and I want to see The Rock do it. I think it'll be nice to see The Rock return to a role where he has some edge to him because uh, yes. he's been playing such, like, milk Cuddly toast. Bunny. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm so tough long. and don't mess with me, but also I'm a dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, he, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see, like the 
just the sequence where he's flying and like punches the jet out of the air, I thought was yes. was great. Like well, more of that. They, I love that they come up alongside him, and then he like looks at it and just breaks off the wing, and it's just like, oh, oh, okay. Yes. Boy, someone's feeling touchy today. <laughs> yes. So I yeah, I'm looking forward to Black Adam. I think yeah, that'll be fun. Good. Mm-hmm. See what else do we got? Um, nope. Final trailers out. That looks good. Yeah, that looks great. Um, the story is, I think, I think this movie is going to be phenomenal. Um, oh, nope. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think. Uh, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure which direction. Uh, obviously, based on the teaser, they were going with with the story, like in terms of the plot. I like the choice that they made. Um, it looks like it's about. You know, they start to get invaded by what are probably aliens, although that's not confirmed by the trailer. And um, they basically decide to try to take advantage of the situation and, like, film it. Yep. <laughs> and and I like that aspect of it, too, because it feels very, like, it, it's, it, it's, it's almost promising you um, a fair bit of comedy. And I'm, I think that's what makes these kinds of movies work really well. Um because you know it's 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 Jordan Peele. I don't necessarily want to watch a two-hour, very dour alien abduction movie. Like I, you know, I mean, like I want to see him do right. something cool with it. And I think that that I mean that's a really cool to me a really cool element to put into it is like, you know, somebody trying to <laughs> trying to uh, capture a UFO. Yeah, trying to film. capture a UFO and it and it going poorly. Uh, yeah, I think horribly <laughs> awry. Yeah, I like that. So I'm looking forward to that movie. I think that's. Yeah. That's probably going to be movie of the year for me, or at least that's the one I'm most excited about. That's the one I'm the most looking forward to, I think, Mm -hmm. more than anything. Everything else I'm pretty much like, Multiverse of Madness, looking forward to it, but I know what to expect. Love and Thunder, know what to expect. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that isn't a bad thing. It's just, Nope is going to be, Jordan Peele's movies always do something a little bit special and a little bit different that make me want to go see. I look forward to them every time he makes one. So Yeah, Um, I Um, agree. Yeah. Um, We're getting a Thunderbolts movie. We are getting a Thunderbolts movie. I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. There's a director attached, and it is Jake Schreier. So mm-hmm. we have that to look forward to. That's pretty much... I've been looking up all the... Um, excuse me. All the... Um, News. I have a news alert on that one, and uh, so far mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Just new director and director, and that they've announced the movie. So, yeah, in the uh, on the the sc- the screen thrill article post on Instagram, um, the team that they have here is uh, Thunderbolt Ross is Red Hulk. Um, we have the Abomination. We have um, who is that on the right? Is that who's that on the right? Do you have this image up? Yeah. Oh, it's Vision. Looks like yeah. There's on the white right. Vision. There's Abomination. Deadpool. Um, Yelena from uh, yeah, Yelena Black from Widow. There. Baron uh, Zemo. Baron Zemo. Thunderbolt. Ross Hulk. The or AKA the Red Hulk. Uh, U.S. Agent. And then um, is it what's her face from um, Ant Man and the Wasp? Is it G- her name was like Ghost, right, or something like that? Ghost. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting team. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Um, we'll see if that's the actual final team that they have. Right. But right. Yeah, they're, they're gonna cast it as more. They're, they're, this movie's gonna uh, skew a little bit more like um, the Marvel version of uh, Suicide Squad. You say, say that again. So we'll at least have that to look forward. Sorry, to. say that last part. You cut out. I didn't hear you. 
Oh, did I cut out? Oh, um, I said they're going to make this movie more like uh, Marvel's version of Suicide Squad. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, this seems cool. Um, I'm looking forward to a Thunderbolts movie. I wonder how they're going to do the Thunderbolt Ross thing because William Hurt has passed away, unfortunately. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing. Um, you sent me that we're getting a Duke Nukem movie. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> which, um, which is from the awesome. creators of Cobra Kai. Great. I've heard good things about that show. I haven't watched it yet, though. Have you seen it? I've heard mediocre things about that show. Okay. I've I've, I've, <laughs> I've, heard, I've kind of heard middle of the road. I've heard yeah. I've heard stuff from some people that I know that really truly love that show. I've heard other people that say it's kind of a bummer. Okay. And that it, they don't understand why it's getting as much traction as it is. And I kind of go, I don't know if I care enough to find out. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I, I have people that are telling me that it's good, and uh, I'm sure that it is. Uh, I'm sure the things that they like about it are there. I'm sure it's fine. But I just... Uh... It doesn't have enough in it for me to want to go back there. Plus, I also I find nostalgia to be extremely problematic at times. Yes, 100%. And that's just a little way that I go. I, that's, to me, I go, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't mm -hmm. jive with me. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But anyway, so the creators of that are going to make Duke Nukem, apparently. So yes, Duke why Nukem. Why is anyone's guess? But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. Uh, hopefully, it's good. Yeah. I want. I wonder who they're going to cast. Um, you know, they should Dolph cast. Lundgren. <laughs> How old is the Duke Nukem character? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Because I wonder. Because I'm trying to think who I would cast as Duke Nukem. But if he's got to be older, I don't know. Because I, I think... Uh, 1991 was when the Duke when Duke Nukem came out for MS-DOS, Windows, and uh, OS X. It's on those. But it came out hmm. for MS-DOS. Hmm. I think that the In guy 91. from um, the new Top Gun movie would be a good Duke so Nukem. So there's 91... Duke Nukem 2 is in 93, Duke Nukem 3D came out in 96, and then Duke Nukem Forever came out in 2011. Okay. Um, and then I, there's, oh, and then there's spinoff games that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. You, you, did we talk about Top Gun last week? No. Okay. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet. Okay. Uh, there, the guy who plays Hangman in that movie, mm -hmm. I think, would be a great Duke Nukem. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. He's, uh, he may be a little young, but he's, uh, he's got the look and he's got the, you know, the machismo kind of thing going on. Mm -hmm. um, I think he could do a really good job at it. Unbridled masculinity. Yes, exactly. Um, you got to see Top Gun, by the way. It's really good. I've heard that I need to see it, and it's not. I've just been. I've had to be stuck inside at home. Right. Right. You no. Know it I mean? is, yeah. No. It's fantastic, though. You should see it. It's a. It's probably the best sequel I've seen in a long time. Oh, Glenn Powell. Is that who you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. 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 That guy. Yeah. He has a good look. Yeah. He's got a good Duke Nukem look. Anyway, I know. I need to see it. I want to yeah, see it. It's good. It, I hear it's great. Yeah, it's not your typical Tom Cruise movie, if I'm being honest. Uh, really? In terms of like Good. how he's characterized in the movie, like they don't, they don't. One thing I noticed was like they don't really shy. Like they let him be a normal person, kind of. Mm -hmm. Like he's obviously still like 
you know, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise and he's going to save the day. But they're not afraid to like let him a- like be older, like and let him be the shortest guy on screen. Like, oh, good. You know, they're like he's like finally becoming like human. You know. <laughs> yes, he's accepting the fact that he is a human being. <laughs> yeah, um, that's very funny. Uh, uh, wh- let me see the next one. You- Sorry, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, you do oh, have to good. see. Um, you do have to see Top Gun. Top really Maverick. Good. Yeah, I will. I will. I need to. I'm getting the Regal like unlimited app or unlimited deal, so mm-hmm. I'll be fairly soon. I'll be just seeing all of the movies. Yeah. Have you uh, you ever seen One Punch Man? The show? Um, you know what? I have seen a few episodes here and there. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, same. I've only seen like the first two or three episodes. Um, I think it's good. It's funny um, in terms of, you know, anime and stuff like that. I think yeah. it's really cool. Um, Justin Lin, uh, Fast and Furious director, former Fast and Furious director, yes. is uh, going to be directing a One Punch Man film, which is exciting. Cool. I'm trying to see if it's going to be live action or not. Justin Lin is set to direct the yeah, live action film adaptation of the of the hit manga and anime One Punch Man. According to Deadline, the writers behind Venom and Jumanji Next Level, Scott Rosenberg and Jeff Pinker, will be writing the film while Lin directs. Lin was previously set to direct Fast and Furious, uh, but following greater differences with Vin Diesel, he left the project. Uh, Avi Arad, uh, the producer of various Spider-Man films, will be the one producing alongside uh, Ari Arad of Arad Productions. Uh, this is a Sony... Uh, this is a Sony production, uh, One Punch Man. Yeah, I think that's going to be good. Um, yeah, Justin Lin's doing it. I think he has a great eye for action, as we've seen in these Fast and Furious movies. Um, yes, he does. <laughs> if he, if there's one thing he does, is action. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I think this character, especially in a world where the boys exists, I think um, this character will, will go well. Like, I think we're at the point with superhero movies where, like, you can really satirize them well. And I think One Punch Man as a show does that well. And so I yes. think this will do, this movie will be fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who they get to play uh, One Punch Man, though. Because he's, like, a peculiar looking guy. He's, like, a little frail guy. He's bald. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see who they get to do it. Jim Rash. Who's Jim Rash again? He's the principal dean. He's the dean from Community. Oh yeah, that'd be hilarious, <laughs> Jim Rash. I think they they could go with like a. Uh, hold on, let me see this. I'm gonna try to find an actor. Hold on, I'm gonna get a good picture of One Punch Man so I can uh, look at him, see exactly what he's built like. Because it's got to. Because you got to do the bald head. Like I feel like you can't. You can't get away. You with can't skimp on not doing. Okay, so, and it's also yeah, because he's like thin. Some drawings of him, he has muscles, but the, in the in the TV show, he's kind of like a thin, nothing kind of dude. I think you could do like, and it kind of depends on how young you want to make him. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt shaved his head for that 50-50 movie and looked pretty good with a shaved head. Yeah. Um, I think he could be an interesting choice for Young Punch or for One Punch Man. I don't know where One Punch Man is set. I don't know if like the character himself is Asian and if they're going to do an an Asian actor. Um, I don't remember if one. I think One Punch Man is set in Japan, but I don't know. Um, I don't know that for sure. I don't watch the show enough to know. But um, anyway, uh, that should be interesting. I don't know. There's no word on where they're at in the production process or anything. That's just kind of where it is. Um. Yeah. You seen you seen knives, knives out? I have seen Knives Out. Cool. You I like, like it. you like Knives Out? Yeah, I like the first one. It's a great little um 
great murder mystery. Um, can't ask for, I mean, honestly, can't ask for more. The whole cast really brings it. Uh, the writing's fun. It's just a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, Knives Out gets an official title um, from Ryan Johnson. Let's see what this is. It's called Glass Onion. That's the follow-up to... That, uh, I'll be honest. I saw that headline, and I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I mean, it it's Knives Out, so it probably kind of is. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, with the tone of the, that, that movie. Like, it, it's very kind of tongue-in-cheek, I feel like. Um, but, I, yeah, Glass Onion. I wonder what it's going... Like, what the case is going to be. Um, you want to hear a little bit about the cast? Yes, of course. Daniel Craig is reprising his role as Private Detective Benoit Blanc. And will be joined by Catherine Hahn, great, from um, WandaVision and other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Um, all of these people have been in Marvel movies. Uh, Catherine Hahn, Ethan Hawke, uh, Edward Norton, Dave <laughs> Bautista. <laughs> wow. Disney, uh, they really so have this, done it all. Uh, is them is this them courting Daniel Craig for a Marvel movie? It must be. Um like just just star in a movie with him and convince him that it's super yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh wh- wait, what studio is behind Knives Out? Maybe this is a Disney thing. Like maybe this is like I don't remember. Let me see. Uh doesn't say here. Yeah, find out if you can. Um but yeah, so we got Edward Norton, Dave Batista, Kate Hudson, Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Henwick, and Madeline Klein. A, a star-studded cast if there ever was one. Absolutely. No, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. I feel like it might be Dis- like under the Disney umbrella cuz Ryan Johnson I know was do- you know Street Dis- Productions. Okay. I wonder who Ryan Johnson's um, what was the first one, re- like... Who distributed it? Yeah, like who was the... That's what I'm going to look up now. We must know this. I know. <laughs> Glass Onion. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess it's Netflix. It is. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's coming out on Netflix. Uh, Lionsgate. Lionsgate was the first one. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this one is Netflix. Okay, that makes sense as to that also makes sense as to why they have a huge cast. Yep. Netflix, yeah, they're not afraid to spend money on actors. Netflix <laughs> is not afraid is, is not afraid to just light money on fire in front of people and <laughs> yeah. just burn it. Like, yep. They literally do not care. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care at all. They don't give a fuck. All right. Um, I don't. <laughs> no, they do I not. I don't have. Oh, you anything like this else. show? Two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Screw you. Oh, uh, an update from last week's conversation about the movie Prey. Um, yes. There will be a Comanche version of the movie. So the movie's Ooh. coming out on Hulu, and there will be a, a version that you can watch of it in Comanche with the original actors doing the Comanche performance in voiceover. Done. So you can watch Done. it. That's the version yep. I'm watching then. Yep. That's cool. Um. Yeah. So there it goes. Um, I don't really have any other news stories. So if you're good, we can kind of talk about the two shows we've been keeping up with. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. Everything else is pretty much just kind of, you know, box office results and pretty standard stuff. It's been kind of quiet lately. Yep, sure has. But, Um, Okay, so which one? It's because Comic-Con's coming up. True, true. That's very true. They're kind of like clearing the way for all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about um, Ms. Marvel first or The Boys? 
Let's do Ms. Marvel. Okay, cool. Um, I watched this episode last week. Um, what, what, were you excited going into this? What were your expectations um, for it? My expectations for it were that I was that it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I'm. She's new. Yes. I'm not super like about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll be honest that my first intro to the character was through the Avengers video game, which was not great. Horrible representation. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, I will say the 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 early stuff uh, with Kamala Khan in that game that is like the story based stuff. A lot of that stuff that pops up in this, uh, I yeah. think that stuff is actually some of the strongest stuff in that Avengers game. No, no, the no, rest of it is really her bad. Character is represented well. <laughs> yes, gameplay and the way she and her. Her slot on the team. She, the minute you get to access the other of the the Avengers, like yeah. she just becomes like, yeah. There's no point to her. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so that's that was my experience moving fo- like coming up with her. So mm-hmm. I wasn't super like I wasn't super positive. I w- I wasn't negative about it, but I wasn't super like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see this show and do all mm-hmm. the stuff. It was just mostly just like, okay, we'll see how this goes. We'll see if I like it. If I don't great i'll watch i was mostly going into it knowing that like i would watch it for the podcast and if nothing else right you know Mm -hmm. so um yes so i was similar like i didn't really have any expectations like coming into this um as i say all the time like it's it's disney and it's marvel so it's going to be of a certain quality in terms of just like how it's made um you can always expect that um but in terms of like what the show was going to be i love i will say i did love the trailer for the 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 show i thought the trailer did a good job of like sort of capturing the energy of the show and it just made it seem fun like it it definitely gave me like uh into the spider-verse vibes yeah um with like some of the animation stuff that was going on um yeah so but i didn't have really high expectations like i wasn't expecting this show to um uh, I wasn't expecting it to like move mountains or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, now that having been said, I really enjoyed the first episode. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting to, um, and which is crazy because there's not much. Um, the The first episode is almost purely just. It's 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 a rare thing for marvel but it's almost just like a pure pilot episode like there's not a whole lot of action like there's like one or two set pieces but they're not really fight scenes or anything um it just really is trying to give you a sense of who this character is uh how she exists in her family and how she exists in the world and where her powers come from uh and i think the the episode did a really good job the, I, I would say the target demographic for the show is not me, but yeah. I still enjoyed it, which is like something that I feel like is very rare in this era of television. Like I've tried to watch like um, like I have friends and stuff that are on Nickelodeon shows and I've tried to watch those shows that knowing that I'm not part of their target demo and it, they're just like almost impossible it's to watch. Painful. It like yeah. hurts to watch. <laughs> But I, but this I think does a good enough job of like not even though it's clearly for people who are very younger than me, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't make you like you doesn't insult your intelligence. You know what I mean? Like it, no. it like it doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't treat you like you don't know anything. Even though it's it's like for kids, um, yeah, nothing profoundly stupid or goofy happens, um, which happens a lot in kid shows, um. I yeah I really enjoyed this I think she's I think Kamala Khan the actress is uh, oh I have it pulled up here yeah Iman Iman Vellani right yeah she's great 
I like her a lot. I like the family. The mom does a great job. Um, I love the brother guy. He's a comedian from like the the UCB sort of um, area. Uh, he's great. Yeah, I just I like that. I like the the story that they're telling makes sense to me, and and like what her disposition is in life is. I think is going to be interesting to watch in terms of like, it's, you know, it's the one person in the universe who like, <laughs> you know, like it's the one person in the universe who like, the the thing that is really interesting about that character is like, she is a superhero fangirl and it, on paper, she's the one person who should definitely never be given superpowers. <laughs> like she's a she's a superhero fan girl, like number one fan, and her family is not having her doing anything besides you know what they think is appropriate for her. And then all of a sudden, she becomes like you know, you know, a very seemingly very powerful uh, uh, superhero overnight. And I think that like watching her have to deal with that and and still be a believable high school student and stuff like that is going to be very interesting. Um, th- to me, this show exists in a similar vein as the the Spider Man stuff we've seen. Like it feels very similar to me. Yeah. Um, I could see them meeting up at some point. Um, yeah, this is. I I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a really good first episode. The show, you know, there's no promise that the show is going to be good consistently, but um, at least for this first episode, I was really into it. Um, what'd you think? Um. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um. I'll put it this way. Yeah, I'm not target demographic, but I still had a really good time watching the show, mm. and it was. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of heart to it. I think it's great, and I'll be honest, I was a little disappointed when the powers showed up. I was just having a good time hanging out with Kamala Khan, <laughs> right? Like, you know what I mean? Just yeah. living in her world. I was having such a good mm-hmm. time that when the powers showed up, I was like, ah, oh, then this kind of ruins it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And not that I think that, you know, but they just, they set up themselves up in a really good way that you could just have a show with just her being a super fan girl as a Pakistani girl, like living in her life. And, yeah. you know, I would still want to watch that just as much as, you know, Captain America skull stomping, yeah. you know, Hydra <laughs> agents. Yeah. This, um, this show is cool because it kind of, it throws back to like, tv show tv shows of like yesteryear like it really reminds me of like i'm getting like buffy the vampire slayer vibes i'm getting like um secret world of alex mack uh like some of those like more um disney and nickelodeon shows from back in the day mm-hmm. where it's like basically you know it's a family drama family drama slash you know slice of life kid show comedy but one of the you know the the main character uh, a lot of sabrina the teenage witch vibes for me um where it's like it's she has powers and like that's the thing she's hiding from everyone but it's not like that's not the main point of the show like the main point of the show is like to see how you know what what is happening in her secret life is like doing to the relationships and the people around her and i like that it's not at least not yet. It's not the the stakes of the show feel small. Like it doesn't feel like this could mean the end of the universe as we <laughs> know it. It's like because it do, everything doesn't need to be that. You know, sometimes no. it's just about is what I'm about to do gonna upset my mom or not? Like, and to a to a yeah. high school student, that can be everything. That is the Dude, universe. That's your you entire know? universe. Sometimes, totally, totally. 
So, yeah, I like what the show is doing. Um, I hope hopefully it keeps going and and yeah, I think it could go to, to like some cool places. It's good. I also think that that Marvel's doing something smart where they're keeping the end of the world stakes to the movie, like the movie yeah. plot lines. <laughs> yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, leave that there. The yep. rest of it is all just like personal world kind of like okay. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like living in her world. I like exploring and around and seeing what she does and how she navigates. Mm-hmm. You know dealing with very restrictive parents and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There were some cool, like just production things too, that I really enjoyed. Like that scene where they're like, um, where after she upsets her parents and they're like, oh, definitely in you know, are texting. Yeah. Yes. And you're seeing and the text pop like up in different. Yeah. Dude. Signs. Yeah. That was super. That cool. was really great. There's just a lot of little innovative things that they did in the first episode that give it its own personality and its own like flair mm-hmm. that I really was like, I was like, okay, someone put a lot of love into this product. Yes. And I think that's what made me appreciate it the most was that I could tell that this had been, Someone took time to care for this character yes. and to breathe actual life into this character, and that's what I appreciated the most. Her friends, even though we don't really like meet them all that much, obviously not her best friend, but her friend, her friend at school, mm-hmm. feels real, right? Yeah, like totally. The relationships that, that, that Kamala Khan has at school, they feel genuine and real, even though they are played for laughs, like with her guidance counselor and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. I don't know. Yeah. I thought I thought everybody was everybody was really fleshed out in a way that I appreciated. Yeah, and I I like that too. Like, I like that her because with shows like this, like it can be. I think what makes sh- the bad version of these kind of shows is that once the person making the show has decided this is for kids, like nothing can be taken too earnestly. Right. Like that's the decision that they make, and I feel like that often leads to like nobody caring about anything like really but i think this show is like not afraid to allow the things that happen in 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 uh kamala khan's life like that make her sad or emotional like it's not afraid to actually allow that to happen for her even if it's not like a you know sometimes in these marvel movies and stuff you have to wait until the universe is at Mm-hmm. stake before people really start like taking things seriously and just not being glib about it right. but she like like they're really not afraid to let her like have the teenage emotions like really not feel great about upsetting her mom and that really affects her like and that's where the dramatic weight of the episode is is like i don't want to disappoint my parents like totally. i i just like that i think it feels very earnest and it feels very yeah like like it feels like a um a, like a labor of love like somebody really cares about the story they're telling yeah. And I'll I'll take a hundred these over, <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Man. Over Absolutely. some of the you know over some of the DC TV shows that we're getting right now, dude. Um, what? <laughs> there's no soul. Yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, like there's all the no love in the in yeah. It. It's just like it's it it's I ugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's all the insulting. shows with, with the various bat women on them and stuff. It's like uh, yes, dude. Yeah. Like, Look, I'm sorry that it didn't work out with the first actress. Maybe just stop doing the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like, just, e- 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 I don't know. You have to. We're yeah, not you have need to... for. We don't need new content. Yeah. We don't need a new show every week. Um, just pour some love into one show and let's see how that goes. <laughs> exactly. Focus on one thing. <laughs> I I love it. Do we do we have any? There's no hints at like what the villain is going to be yet, is there? No, none that I know of, and I'm not familiar enough with Ms. Marvel to. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I'm just I'm just uh, flying through the uh, the 
the notes here. Uh, let's come on home. In a mid credit scene, Department of Damage Control agents Pete Cleary and Sadie Deaver oh, I uh, that. watch a video. Oh, yeah, there was one. Watch a, They watch a video. The, two people from Damage Control watch a video of Kamala's incident at, at AvengerCon and head to New Jersey to find and detain her. So maybe, like, she's going to be, like, on the run from, like, the, the corporate weirdos who are the trying to, like... government agents. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, which is fine. I, I feel like we'll probably get some kind of super-powered villain at some point, but we'll see. Um, I like this, though. I Hopefully they continue. I, I wonder if we'll get a um, Captain Marvel cameo at some point. I feel like we have well, to, right? I, she's going to be in the Marvels yeah. in 2023, so I would assume that... I would assume so. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to watching this. Any other thoughts before we uh, get to the boys? No. No, okay. it seems like a lovely show, and whether I keep watching it or not, like it's it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not the number one show on my watch list right now, but it's one of those shows where like I'm gonna be happy to remember that it's also available to watch exactly. when I run out of uh, episodes of The Voice. <laughs> that's, yes, that's exactly what it is. I'll remember, like, probably when it's all done, I'll remember it, and then I'll just binge it all and be fine. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to The Boys here. Um, let's go from yes, the, the PG-rated to the R-rated. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, so you're two episodes in. Um, the first episode, Payback, one one year after Stormfront's public tro- uh, controversy, Butcher and most of the boys work as contractors for Newman's Bureau of Superhero Affairs. Um, episode two, The Only Man in the Sky. While the boys investigate Soldier Boy's death, Huey visits Red River, an orphanage for superpowered children, and copies its records. Um, Frenchie and Kamiko confront the Crimson Countess, Soldier Boy's widow at Vaughtland, but she escapes. Um, okay, uh, the first two episodes. Uh, how are you feeling going into the season? Were you excited for the show to come back? I I'm always looking forward to the show coming back. Um, something about something about the way they started this season, though, it just felt so gratuitous right off the bat. Yeah, like the guy being inside the other dude. I was like, <laughs> this is this is just it. Just felt weird and like. Like it almost felt like the show was like, check how crazy we can be, and it's like, yeah, but like I get that, I know that. Like you're being, I don't want to sound puritanical because that's what the boys is, that's the show is. Right. But at the same time, I'm also like, seems a bit much. They are, they are going very hard. Um, I'm, I'm. So I've seen the first. Let me see. Oh, I've seen four episodes, the four that are out. I've seen all four. Okay. Um, so I'm concerned that because there's things in the third and fourth episode you obviously haven't seen yet. Um, I'm concerned. Actually, I'm not concerned. I take that back now that I remember where they're going plot wise. Because obviously okay. like obviously what this story is building to is they gotta do something about Homelander. Obviously. Right. Because he's lost his mind completely now. He's yeah. in he's just a crazy person. <laughs> and he has, you know, he's invincible. And so they're trying to figure out a way to stop this guy. That's what the show is leading to. Um, with where they go in the third and fourth episode of like w- they start to lay out like kind of what the plan is to try to stop him. Mm-hmm. And as that's coming together, you're like, you're like, okay, I get it. That's exciting. I get what you guys are trying to do. 
I still don't think it's going to work, but I think that's like a good thing. Like you should be feeling that tension. Right. Um, but with, specifically with like the sort of like the hyper violence of it, I, I am a little bit worried that like they might be doing a little too much too soon that might desensitize us to like moments where they need to be very bloody and gory later. You know what I mean? That's my worry because we're already getting Stormfront. I mean, for those of you, this is going to get graphic. If you haven't seen the boys, it's a little gross, but you don't know how else to say this when she's giving Homelander a hand job and it's Stormfront. She's burned all like half to shit. Yeah. I was like, this is disgusting. Yep. But like that was my worries. I'm like, if they're showing this uh, this to us in this episode, then what are we supposed to like? What's supposed to shock us later on down the road? Because you can only be so shocking on TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it just seems a little, I don't know. It seemed a little too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They threw a lot at you in, in the first two <laughs> episodes. Um, and not in a bad way. It was just a little like, oh, okay. This is just, mm-hmm. I feel gross now. Um, <laughs> but no, I think it's, I, I like where all the characters are at. I think it's interesting that, um, you know, um, I like what's going on with uh, MM and like what he's doing, like trying to keep his family together, but also like investigating this thing on the side. Uh, Huey, I like his dynamic with like realizing that like, Billy was like Butcher was right the entire time and they've got to fight fire with Mm -hmm. fire you know his Mm -hmm. dynamic with Starlight is also interesting as well Um, it's done it's good I like it a lot they've kind of everybody's kind of doing their own thing so far in the season where I'm at they haven't quite the team hasn't quite gotten back together yet Mm -hmm. and you know and I'm looking forward to that but I also like the moments that they're choosing to squeeze in and, and put into the show like um oh i know her act uh kimiko kimiko like yeah. when she's talking about how like she and her brother like didn't have a childhood and like the way she and frenchie kind of their relationship progresses mm-hmm. it's I, I like the i like that kind of stuff it's interesting to see that kind of stuff a guy going mm-hmm. inside of another guy's penis and then sneezing and ripping that dude in half i'm like <laughs> yeah it's shocking but i'm gonna be honest seen it yeah and it doesn't it's the, the moments like that are not serving the story in any way. It's just kind of like we need a set piece, so let's have a guy get ripped in half. <laughs> when Huey's girlfriend gets ripped to shreds by A Train in the very opening scene of the first episode of season mm-hmm. one, that's impactful. Yeah, there have been several moments where they use that, like when Huey accidentally blows up the invisible dude by putting the bomb up his ass. Yeah, like. That was funny. That served to move the plot forward. The guy sneezing inside of the other guy didn't really do anything for the show. Right. Other than, like, show you that he can shrink and increase in size. You know what I mean? He can change size. Yeah. I wonder if that character is ever going to come back. Uh, they, so yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of why. Because even if they don't, I'm like, then what the hell yeah. did we spend all that time with? Yeah. And that's, like, one episode of the show that I think potentially they've set up to maybe be a thing in the next couple episodes, like in episodes five and six. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to see more heroes from the universe. Like if yeah. there, if there's superheroes in every city, um, like I want to start seeing more like, cause we, we spent a lot of time with the boys and a lot of time with the seven, but like, I really want to meet like some other heroes, see some other, like what are the real world, you know, the boys type of real world repercussions of other superpowers? Like I want to see yeah. more of that, you know. Like um, when you can make people's heads explode. Yeah. 
which which uh yeah which uh in the first two episodes hasn't oh i guess no she did she she did blow someone's oh, she, head up oh boy she did yep she did i forgot i almost forgot about that um but yeah <laughs> um i think so do you want to take any um uh any guesses about where the show is going like ultimately um, honestly no i'm okay. just in it for the ride Gotcha. That's just where I'm at. I'm just kind of like, cool, like, let's just check it out and see what's, what they have in store for me this time. The Boys is not really a show that I look at for, like, I want to know where it's going and, like, I need to know. I'm just kind of I'm just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll check it out. Mm-hmm. If, if it's fun, I mean, it's The Boys. It's going to be fun, right? Right. I trust them at this point, mm-hmm. I think is what I'm trying to say. So I'm not really – there are certain – Certain TV shows out there that I go a little like, I don't trust them to make the right calls. Mm-hmm. You know, the boys, I'm like, yeah, you'll be fine. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I, I think they've earned they've earned that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, I, I think it it's going to come down to, I think, uh, I think Homelander's son is going to have to kill him. I um, think that's the way it's going to be too, yeah. Yeah, that would make the most sense, um, I think, dramatically anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, yeah, I'm really loving the show. I think the season is as strong as the show has ever been. It it feels a little bit. Um, I would say this this season is probably the it feels the least cohesive in terms yeah. of like how much like the story that they're telling on one end, and then also like the way just the way it's kind of edited together. I think it, it there's there's some balance I think they'll need to work on like in terms of like how much time we're spending with different storylines and stuff. Right. Some episodes are very Homelander centric, uh, and and there's other episodes where we don't spend much time. Like we spend all of our time with the with the boys. Um, so I think that there could be a little bit better of a balance there. But um, sure. I I kind of like where the show's going though. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, I think Anthony Starr's Homelander is probably my favorite part of the entire show. Oh, he's great. He's so good. Oh, and he man. just plays that unhinged lunatic just so well. Wait, I, you're going to love the third episode. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm watching it tonight. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, the third episode is really good because um, the third episode gives you like a, a like a really cool bl- um, flashback sequence that I think you'll really mm-hmm. enjoy. So, uh, And the, probably the most horrific scene I've seen in... It, 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 definitely in the boys it, it has nothing to do with human bodies being exploded i'll just say that it has everything to do with uh um it's it's more disturbing on a like a an intellectual level than it is on a visceral level and oh i'll let you try to as you watch the third and fourth episode if when we come back next week um, I, I'll I'll ask you again, like, hey, what do you okay. think that moment was? And then okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll be caught. I'll be caught, and I'll know. And you're saying I'll know exactly what moment you're. Yeah, because I to. I can watch a million body like CGI bodies explode on a screen sure. and be fine, yeah. but there's a specific moment in that Homelander does, and I won't even go any further than that. Don't that spoil like it really. It really disturbed me, and I like I can't get out of my head. <laughs> I, oh, I can't wait for you shoot. to see it. Okay, so it lingered. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh boy, um, I can't right. remember if it's in third in episode three or four, but you'll see it. Uh, whatever, something to look forward to. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to this the show. It's it's great as always. Me too. I always like it when it shows up. It's a good like. It's always lets me know that summer's starting. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, totally. This is like kinda... this is. It's becoming a tradition now. <laughs> it is, and I like it. Yeah. 
Um, all right, dude. Well, if there's anything else you got. Nothing, man. It's cool. like I said, it's been a quiet week. We're just waiting for that Comic-Con news to kick off. So Absolutely. That's going to, yeah. No, I'm sure they got that news out there so that people, so they could have some more news at Comic-Con about it and all that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, we will definitely circle back once uh once Comic-Con gets here and run through all yes. of the the details. But um all right. Well, if that's it, Derek, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Cinephile84. That's capital C I N E P H I L E 84 on Instagram and Derek underscore nickel. That's D E R E K underscore N I C K E L on Twitter. Great. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Asan the DJ on social media. That's at A H S O H N the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media and at weeklyregular.com. Derek, thanks again for doing the show, and we'll see y'all next week. Mm-hmm.